0: Shalom, shalom. It's Kenny Russell, of Faith, living life in the Spirit. And welcome to today's devotional time as we seek to be an encouragement and strengthen the body of Messiah. Hallelujah. What a blessed day I am having today. I don't know what your day has been like, but, you know, it's, uh, I don't know, it's like one, one o'clock in the morning here in Israel. And I'm encouraged in Yahovah. Uh, Blessed to come into the presence of a mighty king and study the word and see his truth come alive. You know, because we don't just study the word just so we know good things and build knowledge, but we want to know how to apply it to our lives. Tonight we're going to be talking about God uses adversity to display his glory. Hard times, tough places, what do they mean in line with how we understand the kingdom. You know, we have a God that celebrates the moments when you're in a place where there's only one way you're going to get through. There's only one way you're going to get victory, and that's in surrendering to Yahovah and seeing his hand of protection, seeing his hand of deliverance carrying you through. So anyway, we're going to have some fun. Uh, In the war tonight, you know, but it's this is serious stuff. You know, I believe that what we're going to share on will set captives free that will be an encouragement. And, you know, maybe you're beating yourself up because of the words of the enemy, rather than applying the words of the scripture uh, through the situations that you might be facing today. So I just want to take a moment just to give a shout out to everyone that's tuning in. If you're just tuning in right now, uh, just write on the comments where you're watching from and a hello. What we're going to do is just take a moment to pray. We're going to press in and, uh, you know, look, my notes are kind of all over the place tonight um, you know, look, I, I'm celebrating right now just because of what I've witnessed through the day. You know, what's happened in my spirit, what's taken place in this day. And, you know, I'm just going to share with you just, you know, some of the stuff that the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, has been showing me encouraging me in today because you know look this is not an easy time we are living in and you know let's be real about what's going on in the world right now and you know you know this is not name it and claim it word of faith you know oh you don't have to be subject to all these things you know what Yeshua put the disciples in a boat and he sent them straight into the storm so just because you're in a storm just because adversity is before you doesn't mean you're out of the will of Yehovah. Yes, there's storms that you can face and I can face based on our actions and the things that we do. But the reality is <clears throat> we are called to overcome in the midst of the storm. So, Father, we want to thank you for this day. We thank you for this time around the world. We ask, Father, that your word will become alive, that you, we praise you because your word is alive to us. And as we just refresh together in the scriptures, Father, what we want to see is longevity of faith. We want to press forward. Father, we want to encourage our brothers and sisters uh, to go forward, that we won't get stuck in our journey of life, that we we won't give up, but we'll press forward. Father, this is our prayer. Our prayer is that you join us together with cords that can't be broken, that you will uh, create a bond of unity that will make a difference in this generation. So, Father, we commit this time to you. We love you and we give you full permission to speak into our lives and, and and direct our steps in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. All right, so, you know, we're going to start in uh, Psalm 27. I just want to read uh, uh, this here, um, th- this psalm, just as a foundation be- be- to where we're going today. It says in verse 1, «Yehovah is my light and my salvation!» Whom shall I fear? God is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? You know, we have these scriptures in the Word, but, you know, sometimes you face situations and you're shaking like a leaf and your heart's pumping so hard, you know, you just feel like you can't deal with confrontation. But let me tell you something. There's a real enemy out there that wants to take you out, and we've got to learn to have the word within us and stand up and take a big deep breath and move in the authority of the spirit let yeshua take over within your life so it doesn't matter what your nature is what your character is you know look at moses when the the when 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 he's been commissioned you know go to pharaoh and, you know, set the Israelites free. Say to Pharaoh, let my people go. Moses is like, man, I'm done. You don't know what I've been meditating on for the last 40 years on the backside of the wilderness. <laughs> it's not been about glory, glory, hallelujah. And uh, how can I get some, get some, uh, through some self help books and. How's my relationship with Yahovah? That's not what he was going on for those 40 years. He felt like he had missed his destiny. He had committed murder. He was running uh, away because of fear of being uh, uh, killed by Pharaoh because of the actions and the things that he had done. He felt like a failure. He didn't think he had the ability to speak. He didn't think he was able. He wasn't qualified. And this is what I love about serving the God that we serve. This is relationship, not religion. We serve a God that before the foundations of the earth, he made mention of your name. He prepared and advanced the calling over your life before the foundations of the earth. We spoke about that a few days before. You know, what's our focus here? We've been going back to the roots and now it's time to go back to the fruits of the Spirit. The roots of the faith and now the fruits of the Spirit. How are we going to put our faith into action so that we can overcome in this day that we are living of course Yahweh he uses adversity to show his glory because he puts his children in places where the only way you're going to see deliverance is by yielding to Yahovah we are called to proclaim this our father in heaven hallowed be your name Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. We lift your name on high. There is no name above your name. There is no thinking above who you are. We submit to the rulership of a mighty king. We worship you. We hallowed your name. (laughs) We lift you high. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on the earth as it is in heaven. We are called to manifest the kingdom of Yehovah on this earth. This is our dominion. This is our place. If you have a body, your spirit is dwelling within its legal rights to take dominion over this realm, over the earth. And we are not called to shrink back. But what does Hasatan, what does Satan want to do? He wants to destroy the purposes of God in your life. So when you face hard times, when you face adversity, when you face troubles, when you face the fears, you know, are we just blown around by circumstances of life, you know, and... You know, if you are, you've got to identify, why am I blowing around with the circumstances of life? I refuse to live a reactive life on this earth. I choose to be proactive. So it doesn't matter what life throws at me. I'm not just going to react to what's taken place. I'm going to seek the face of the Father and be proactive in how I handle the situations before me. And, you know, th- this is the key stuff that, that will save your life. You know, it will, will help us in the decisions that we make. My thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways, declares the Sovereign Lord. So, Psalm 27, huh, we've only got to verse 1. Yehovah is my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? Listen, if you've got the headlights of Yeshua in your face you're not going to see anything else. Here I am sitting in the studio. Let me tell you something. I've got some lights whacking me in the face, right? And everything out there is a bit of a blur. All I'm seeing is what's before me in the studio from this side of the lights. And who is Yahovah? He is my light and my salvation. He's the one I hope in. He's the one I look to. Of whom shall I fear? How big is your God? Yehovah is the stronghold of my life of whom shall i of whom shall i be afraid when evil men advance against me to devour my flesh when my enemies and my foes attack me they will stumble and fall <laughs> they'll stumble look this is just the common understanding and here's yeshua in the wilderness after being mikfed and he's up in the wilderness for 40 days he's led into the wilderness by the spirit he's fasting for 40 days at the end of the fast here comes hasatan in the the place of yeshua's weakness and he's under attack from the devil and what does he do he uses the word of god The words of Jehovah, the scriptures as his stronghold. The Lord is my stronghold, the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid when evil men advance against me to devour my flesh? When my enemies and my foes attack me, they will stumble and fall. Why? Because the word is established within my life. I am not going to shrink back. I'm going to seek understanding of the scriptures. And as we come round the scriptures, we are preparing ourselves right now to manifest great fruit. And that's what we are going to be experiencing within our lives within this season. This is time for us to be fruitful in the kingdom agenda. It's time for us to be fruitful in delivering the message of Yehovah to this generation. You know, if we've been selfish, if we've been living for ourselves, there's going to be a huge change that will take place, a shifting in our life so that we will align ourselves with the will and purpose of Yehovah. Remain in me and I will remain in you. You can do nothing without me. You can't bear fruit without me. You can do nothing. There's nothing you can do. Well, we all know you can do something, but it's just not going to have any effect for eternity, or for the kingdom. So what are you living for? And how are we living for the kingdom in this day? You know, life is short. Life life is so short. You know, before you know it, you know, you're running around kicking a football as a teenager, a soccer ball. Then the next minute, you know, you've got children, you're married, you're, you know. <laughs> Where does time go? Where does time go? Hallelujah. Though an army besiege me, no, never mind when the enemies and my foes attack me, though an army, let's just take it to a higher level, an army besiege me, my heart will not fear. It doesn't matter what is coming against you if you know how great and how big God is. So how big is God in your life? How much room are we giving him? Are we just giving him a little space in our little religious corner or are we consumed in the presence of a mighty God? Father, I present my body as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to you. It's my spiritual act of worship. It's no longer I that live. It's Messiah dwelling within me. Is this the cry of our heart? Is this the declaration that's coming forth from our spirit? Though an army besiege me, My heart will not fear. So you might get afraid just trying to share the gospel with one person, one-on-one. But let me tell you something. The Father's going to raise you up as a mighty warrior. I prophesy and release the boldness of Yahovah over your lives right now. We don't have to shrink back when we know who we are. Just ask my Jack Russell, you know, when he's uh, coming up against a pit bull tonight, you know both of them on the lead but you know my joey jack russell man he's big on the inside he's like come on do you want a bit of me i'm like you've got to be kidding me you see the size of that pit bull (laughs) how big is your god in the midst of the challenges and the things that you fear uh, you you face though an army beseech me my heart will not fear you need a strong heart You need to allow the word of Yahovah to strengthen your heart. Hallelujah. It's not all about what's in your head. It needs to drop to the heart, to the very core of who we are. Though war break out against me, even then will I be confident. So in the midst of adversity, in the midst of hardship, how are we going to see the glory of Yahovah? manifest it's it's by number one we are not going to be in fear how many find we're not going to be in fear we're not going to be afraid you know uh no more fear (laughs) i will be confident this is all the words that we're seeing in uh from david in psalm 27 one thing i ask of yahovah verse 4 of psalm 27 this is what i seek that i may dwell in the house of yahovah all the days of my life and gaze upon the beauty of Yehovah and to seek him in his temple for in the day of trouble he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his tabernacle and set me high upon a rock. Hallelujah. Do we know who we are? Our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. We are living stones. And here we are coming together tonight around the scriptures to proclaim the word of Yahovah, to speak forth His truth and to be encouraged in the word. We're living stones together. We are the dwelling place of a mighty God. Someone needs to hear this tonight, that God with us is the hope of glory. He is with you. You might not feel like he's with you, you know, because of the things that's happening. And here's the enemy. He's coming. He's trying to pull you down. But we've got to align ourselves in the spirit so that we identify who Yehovah is in the midst of what we face. So we need to involve Yehovah the, and the Holy Spirit in everything we face. We don't sit back and take control. You know, you've got cruise control in your car. You know, but as soon as anything happens in front of you, you've got to put your foot on that brake, take the cruise control off, and you've got to start adjusting uh, your, your speed and the actions of how you're driving your vehicle. You can't go on cruise control. But what do we do in the Spirit? We learn to apply our lives... Uh, to be submitted to Yahovah, and we say, God, you're in control. We give you permission to use this earthen vessel for your glory to be revealed to this generation. Verse 6, Then my head will be exalted above the enemies who surround me at his tabernacle, Will I sacrifice with shouts of joy? I will sing and make music to Yehovah. Hear my voice when I call, O Yehovah. Be merciful to me and answer me. My heart says of you, seek his face. See, this is about getting in line, getting to the place where, you know, we're proclaiming. We're, we're, we're saying, we're, we're saying, Kenny Russell, the real Kenny, get in line. Get in line in the spirit. You know, you're not going to walk in the flesh. You're not going to walk in the counsel of the wicked. Hear my voice when I call, O Yehovah. Be merciful to me and answer me. Why do we need mercy? Because, you know, you can't do it. I can't do it. We fall short. If it wasn't for Yeshua, where would we be? Where would we be? My heart says of you. Seek his face. Your face, Yehovah, I will seek. I do not hide uh, do not hide your face from me. Do not turn um, do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my helper, do not reject me or forsake me, O Elohim, my Saviour. You know, how many times have we gone through Psalm twenty seven in the last number of months? You know, but there's so many important things that we see in here and we need to meditate on the word we need to apply the word you know so it's good to go back to the passages of scripture that we have have read verse 10 though my father and mother forsake me yehovah will receive me it's identifying that those who are around me in this earthly realm, they might forsake me. They might give me up for their own selfish ambitions and because of what they want to achieve in life. How many times do we see breakups in relationships because of the agendas of the flesh? Because people are trying to build their own kingdom instead of building the kingdom, the kingdom of Yehovah. So your father and mother might forsake you, but Yehovah will receive me. So he's not saying, maybe Yehovah, would you receive me? He's saying, I already know the answer. Jehovah will receive me. Teach me your way, O Yehovah. Lead me in a straight path because of my oppressors. Do not turn me over to the desire of my foes. For false witnesses rise up against me, breathing out violence. <laughs> Nothing's new under the sun. Nothing's new. Why is it the same attacks, the same, the, the same assignments of the enemy was going on back here as it is going on today? Verse 13, I am still confident of this. I will see the goodness of Yehovah in the land of the living. Wait for Yehovah. Be strong and take heart. Wait for the Lord. Hallelujah. We want to wait before you, Father. We want to stand upon your promises. Your promises are yes and amen. Hallelujah. Just got a few notes on this. And, you know, you know, what do we go through when we face adversity, when you face hardships? It becomes a heavy weight upon us. And, you know, when these things Hit us When they come to us, we've got to learn how we release our burdens unto the Lord. We've got to cast our cares onto the Lord. It's so important that we do that. And, you know, in the midst of, of what we're talking about right now, I just want us to turn to the uh, the book of Ephesians chapter 6. You know, the armor of the Lord. You know, what did we talk about yesterday? You know, on, on yesterday's teachings, we talked, therefore put on not just part of the armor, but the full armor of uh, um, Elohim. So when the day of evil comes, you'll be able to stand your ground. Not if a day of evil comes. Or maybe some evil might come against you in the sweet by and by. Oh, glory, glory. (laughs) No. What, What it's saying is, there's a day of evil coming, but when the day of evil comes, this is what... You know, God wants you to know, he wants you to understand this. You must be a person that knows how to stand firm in a day of evil. Why? Because the word is established within our lives and we know how to deal with adversity. So when the weight of adversity comes on you, the first thing we've got to do is how do we release the weight of adversity? Don't sit there. How many people do I know, how many people have I counseled that have carried the weight of trouble, of hardship, year after year? Yes, it may take you, uh, you know, years to go through something. You know, you might be going through a situation where, the, where it's, you're still feeling the pain and it's 5 years, 10 years, 15 years later. And, you know, you're still feeling it. But do we know how to release the weight of adversity how do we do that how do we do it we stand our ground we understand who we are we're equipped with the armor of Yehovah so when the devices of the enemy come the whole question is where are you standing where are you standing are you standing from the viewpoint of the flesh with your own understanding with your own sight with your own hearing you know, if you're own understanding in the earthly realm, or are you standing and and operating from the spiritual realm? You might be in this earthen vessel, your legal right to walk on the earth. That's your spirit needs a body. You know, that's why uh, that's why the Messiah uh, had to have a body. He had to dwell within a body so that he had legal right to function. Anyway, when we're looking at uh, the armor of Yehovah, the fourth one is, is what I want to talk about, verse 16. In addition to all this, well, look, let's, let's just go back. Okay, let's not miss it out. This is important. When the day of evil comes, you'll be able to stand your ground. And after you've done everything to stand. And after you've done everything to stand. And after you've done everything to stand, and after you've done everything to stand, stand firm then. And here we go. We start moving into the spiritual armor. Because, you know, you are who you are in the spirit, not who you are in the flesh. If you switch off who you are in the spirit, you are destined to defeat. You are destined to poverty. You are destined to brokenness. And we're going to change that right now. We're going to change the cycle. I don't want to be the same today as I was yesterday. I don't want to see the same problems uh, that are I'm going through this year, next year. I'm making plans so the future is different. Hallelujah. So when you've done everything to stand, you know, it's almost like God knows you. He knows that you're going to try every way that you know how to do something, and then when you get to the end of yourself, that's when we come to the place where we surrender and submit to God. And we've got to learn how to get to the place where we don't take forever to get to the place of the standing firm with the armor of God on, okay? With the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, With your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. And the fourth one, in addition to all this, take up what? The shield of faith with which you can extinguish extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. That's interesting. It says all the flaming arrows. What is it with this shield? This is not just some little circle shield that you can, you know, use your sword, you know, around. This is a full body shield that goes from the ground all the way up. It's full protection. That's what shield we're talking about here. And what's this shield going to do? It's going to extinguish all of the flaming arrows of the evil one. We take the helmet of salvation. The sword of the Spirit, which is the word of Elohim. And we pray in the Spirit on all occasions, with all kinds... (laughs) Where am I? I'm going ahead of myself. (laughs) (laughs) We pray in the Spirit on all occasions... Where am I at? On all occasions, with all kinds of prayers and requests, with this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints. Look, we're not living this life on our own. We're part of the body of Messiah. This is not, you know, come to Yeshua moment where you just get a good fix, a good understanding on how you're going to live your life. The only way that you will receive the victory in life is when we learn to lay our lives down for the lives of another. That's what we have got to do. We've got to get to that place where we are laying our lives down. In Isaiah chapter 41, verse 13, it says, For I am Yehovah, your Elohim, who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, Do not fear, I will help you. He says to you, he takes you by the hand. He says to you, don't fear. I'm going to help you. He is our help in the time of trouble. We're not called to be in fear. Oh, I know this is a word for someone today. I know this is a word that's, that's going to rescue you. you. You feel like you've come to the end. You feel like you've come to the place where there is no road before you. There is no hope. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Uh, trust in the Lord. Come on. Come on. This is basic stuff. But when we face life's challenges and you've got the assignments of the enemy coming against you, you know, that's when, you know, the difficulties. And we start to recognize how are we built up on the inside? Are we built up? We have access to all of the equipments, all of the, the tools that we need to defeat and destroy the enemy. Yet here we are, many of us, sitting in the place of David. For I am Yehovah, your Elohim. Who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, "Do not fear, I will help you." And we've got to get to that place where, if we are going to function and operate and see the victory in the midst of uh, adversity, if we are going to see the glory of Yahovah manifest, we have got to learn to deal with fear, Gideon you know when when he pulls down the Asher poles and all of a sudden he goes from being the least of the least of the leastest you know the family that no one even cares about all of a sudden he's the hero of Israel oh he's the one he will lead us against our enemies and then you know we start seeing how the father reduces the number if you've got fear go home <laughs> Game over. You know, do you have fear? Okay, go home, you know. Why? Because you cannot function in the way that God needs you to function if you are filled with fear. So God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. So if you're suffering with fear, we just come against that spirit of fear right now in Yeshua's name. This is a new day. This is a time for the supernatural manifestation of the Spirit. You don't have to wait six months. You're going to have to wait five years to be rid of fear. You can be rid of fear right now in Yeshua's name. Be free right now. Fear go. In the time of Gideon, you know, it was time for the battle. It was time to engage in the battle, you know. So what took place, you know, what was a little uh, radical because there was no time for training. And when we do evangelism outreach training, we make it very clear, listen, if you've come here to do outreach, don't think that you're going to have your moments in counseling because that's not what we're here for. We're not here to counsel you on, on how to be a better believer and how to deal with your problems. We're here to forget about our problems, lay them down, and we're going into battle to minister the gospel of the kingdom and to wage warfare against the assignments and the darkness of Hasatan to bring the light of the gospel of salvation to this generation. That's what we do when we're going on outreach. And, you know, this is what's happening with Gideon. If you've got fear, go home. Hi, honey, I'm home. Well, why are you home? I thought you just left. Oh, yeah, I've got fear. Gideon said, go home. But don't worry, there's 23,000 of us. It's not just me. There's 23,000. Well, maybe you need to go sit on the roof and pray until the rest of the men return. Don't think you're going to have any blessings in this home, you with your spirit of fear. (laughs) Maybe that's the conversation that was taking place within the families and within the homes in the midst of that day of Gideon. So where are we at? What are we looking at? Um, Dealing with overcoming of fear 1st Peter chapter 5 and it says in verse 7 cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you look this is not religion this is not here's your formula just throw this off to the side you know just speak that this is gone and it's gone no listen this is this is real life we have a God Who cares for us. He cares for you. So how do you cast your anxiety on him? You say God. I've come to the place. I can't take it anymore. I am so sorry for. Trying to carry all of this through. You just got to repent. Of trying to do things in the flesh. And say I surrender to you God. I need you. (laughs) I I need to cast my cares. On you. In Psalm 56, verse 3, it says, When I'm afraid, I put my trust in you. When I'm afraid, I put my trust in you. So we've got to get to that place where we just press in and we recognize, you know what, God, I need you. You know, I'm not going to walk with the weight of adversity. I'm not going to have anxiety. I'm not going to walk in fear. I'm going to walk in the confidence of a mighty God. We pray for the roaring of the Lion of Judah to come forth from inside every one of our lives. Hallelujah. In the book of Matthew, it says in Matthew chapter 6, it says, um, you know, where are we at here? In relation to worry, verse 25. Therefore, I tell you, don't worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear, is not life more important than food, and the body more important than clothes? You know, it's a question, and in the natural, you think, well, <laughs> listen, we need food. Yeah, we need clothes. We, you know, you know these these things are important. But when you see them in contrast of who God is, when we see them in contrast, we start seeing that our priorities have all been wrong. So are you, are you striving, trying to deal with what's going on in the natural, yet rather than yielding to a mighty God? Look at the birds of the air. They don't sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Are, they, <laughs> are you not much more valuable Some of the problems we have in the midst of adversity, in the midst of hardship, is that we lose our understanding of value, of how God sees you. You are precious. When we come to Yeshua, we go from worthless to priceless. You are precious in His sight. Know who you are in the Spirit. Don't let the devil devalue You, just because of adversity, just because of trouble, you're not devalued. You're just being set up for the glory of God to be manifest, for His name to be lifted high. You know, I don't know about you. Are you fed up crying your way through difficult places? Let's turn those difficult places into testimonies, into victories (laughs) of a mighty God. That's... (laughs) Listen salvation will come to other people because of the works of God within your life. He is able to take you through. Well, oh, no, I, I know that person. Oh, they've been through adversity for oh, for as long as I've known them. Oh, I, I don't like that person. Why can't they just get it all together in God? Why are they always going through stuff? Well, maybe they're just not going through the same stuff. Maybe they're just going through all different types of stuff. Why? Because they're engaged in warfare. They're engaged in pulling down the strongholds of Satan, pulling down the strongholds so that the glory of God can be revealed in this generation. You are. (laughs) Are you not much more valuable than they? Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to his life? <laughs> your days are numbered. God already knows. So let's live life to the full in the Spirit. Don't be afraid to lose it all for Messiah. Don't be afraid of what you've got to give up. Listen, because the only things that will remain is what you do in Yehovah. So is the devil robbing your joy? Is he robbing your peace? Is he? Is he imprisoning you? Do you feel like you're imprisoned where you can't function in the call of God in your life? What is holding you? We've got to deal with that stronghold and we've got to break it. But we've got to identify what is that stronghold? You know, you might see a uh, 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 man being used but the real enemy is Hasatan. So we throw off the weight. We cast the weight of adversity. We're called to journey through adversity don't feel don't stop setting up camp in the midst of the battle and think that this is it this is your lot (laughs) this is what God has for me I find myself here again oh well poor me let's just get a tent (laughs) forget a tent let's just build a house right in the midst of adversity I'm just going to sit in the corner you know Claim unemployment benefit or whatever. And just buy some booze and be drowned in my sorrow. What have we got to do? We've got to trade our sorrows. Yes, for the glory of Jehovah. Come on. I'm not, let, Let's put off the old man. Let's be encouraged. I'm being encouraged reading this. Listen. I've been encouraged. We all go through the same stuff, you know. You all have the assignments of the mind. I am not going to be convicted based on the thoughts that the enemy is putting in my mind. I'm going to take the thought captive and 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 hold it accountable to the Word of God. I'm not going to allow the devil to plant seeds in my mind to the place that they will they will uh, bring forth an unhealthy harvest. I want the fruit of the Spirit to be coming forth in my life. And you can have fruit. You can have victory. You can have transformation from the place of adversity. So let's thank the Father for where he has us today. Thank you, Father, for where you've placed me. Thank you, Father, for the challenges before me. I'm not going to be afraid. Miles Monroe, I remember uh, he was uh, sharing a story about... uh, a couple of hunters that went up to Alaska, I think it was. And um, they they went up to Alaska because there was an overpopulation with wolves. Maybe it was Alaska. I can't remember the name of the place. I think it's Alaska. And it was a while ago when I listened to it. But anyway, they went up there because they could get $5,000 per wolf. And they thought, that's great. Let's go up and kill a few and make some money. Well, anyway, they get up there. They get everything set up set their tent up and they're just getting ready to have a good night's sleep in preparation for the next day to go hunting uh, wolves. And guess what happens? One of them wakes up in the middle of the night and he hears a sound outside the little frail tent and he puts his flashlight on and he can see that there's, there's a wolf out there and he can see the teeth. And then he's starting to look around and he sees lots of shadows of not just one wolf but many wolves and he's realizing what's going on here, and he's shaking his his friend, wake up, wake up, (laughs) you know, and he's waking him up, and his perspective is this, wake up, wake up, we're rich, we're rich, (laughs) we don't have to wait till the morning to go hunt the wolves, the wolves have come to us, and now we're going to take them out. But you know, what would... (laughs) What would many people's perspective be when the wolves are there hanging over them? Ah, I'm going to die. How am I going to cope with this situation? No, no. If you've got confidence and you know who you are, you have the armor of God, you're equipped with uh, the the will and the purpose of God, you will make... (laughs) You will overcome. Hallelujah. As we read in Psalm 27, we've got confidence. So the army's coming against us now as we engage in war. (laughs) Ha ha. I have confidence in my God. If it's just me and Yahovah, that's the majority. Hallelujah. That's the majority. Oh, where are we at? Okay. Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to your life? Verse 28 of Matthew chapter 6. Um... And why do you worry about clothes? See how the lilies of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you, not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that's how Elohim clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow's thrown into the fire, how uh, will he not much more clothe you? Oh, you of little faith. Oh, you of little faith. So, So what... What's causing this little faith? What is it? How do we build our faith? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. It's to do with your perspective. Verse 31. So do not worry saying, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? You see what it says here? It doesn't say, so don't worry and say, what shall I eat? (laughs) What shall I drink? Why? What shall I? No, it's we why? Because you you just, you find someone that's taking on the worries of the world. And let me tell you something, it's, it's, it's bad enough that they're in worry about themselves, but I can guarantee you if they've got a spirit of worry, they're not going to be worried about themselves, they're going to be worried about everything. Oh, I'm so worried about you. I'm so worried about this one. I'm so worried about this report on the news. I'm so worried about so-and-so. Did you hear about that? Did you hear about this? Before you know it, you've taken on the whole worries of the world. (laughs) Oh, you of little faith. So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat? Oh, how are we going to survive? Or what shall we drink? What shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things and your heavenly father knows what that you need them he knows that we need to eat he knows that we need to drink he knows that we need clothes but we don't have to run after all these things why we have got to get to the place where we are aligning our lives so that we see the glory of God manifesting in our lives and the fruits of the Spirit will come forth the, the spiritual harvest will come forth we are going to produce much fruit showing ourselves to be his disciples are you ready for that? are you fed up with lack? are you fed up with what the devil is throwing at you? are you fed up with the circumstances that you are surrounded in today <laughs> and through each day what are we doing? we are proclaiming We're going to walk, and we're going to experience the fruit of what it truly means to be a disciple. We're going to bear much fruit. Just make this declaration. I am going to bear much fruit. Devil, your days are numbered. I come against your assignments. God has raised me up to bear much fruit. He has already allocated how much fruit I'm going to bear, and I'm not going to miss... The blessings that God has for me. Why? How are we going to do this? Your father knows what you need. Verse 33. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow For tomorrow will worry about itself. Why? Because you've just moved into the zone. You've moved into the glory zone. You've moved into a stream, into a place where there's nothing that's coming up tomorrow that you can't handle. There's nothing that's coming up in the future that you already haven't aligned yourself for victory. So whose report are you going to believe? Are we going to believe the report of Yehovah? (laughs) don't worry about tomorrow (laughs) you know tomorrow let that worry about itself each day has enough adversity has enough trouble of its own well why? why why does each day have to have so much trouble? you know can't we go on vacation and sit by the beach and chill out? why does each day have enough trouble? why? because the devil hates you the devil wants to destroy you Well, don't you know I've got a hedge of protection around me. Let me tell you something. You have angels assigned to you for your protection. You have angels assigned to you for your blessing. Hallelujah. So we can have confidence and recognize, you know, what those angels are doing. What are they doing? They are dealing with demonic assignments. You know, a demon is a fallen angel, and we have an angel that deals with a fallen angel and challenges them, and prevents them from breaking through into your life. So we are in the place where we want to journey through adversity. I am not going to stop in the place of adversity. You might be, you know, at the start of this uh, session here, you might have felt like a victim. But what are we going to do? We're going to go from the victim mentality to walking in our calling. Rise up and be who the Father's called me to be. This is not just about naming it and claiming it now. This is about you making a conscious decision. Okay, I'm going to align myself and seek first the kingdom of Elohim and his righteousness. I'm going to align myself and I'm going to do it by the power of the Spirit. And when you do that, you don't have to wait for six months of counseling. You can walk. Straight into the victory. And all you need is diligence. You know, people of significance are people who do not give up. Do you give up easy? You know, when you try to do something, do you just give up and walk away? If you face a difficulty, do you give up? Do you give up on relationships? Do you give up on friendships? Do you give up on commitments? Well, I'm just giving up. Can't take it. Giving up. No, what are we going to do? We're going to go from a victim mentality to our calling. And we've got to make a decision. What direction are we going to walk in? And this is not a decision you just make, Oh, come to Jesus, All to Jesus, I surrender. This is not a decision you make just once. This is something we go through every day. This is why in the morning, seek first the kingdom and his righteousness. Here we are in the morning. Seeking first the kingdom here in the land of Israel and his righteousness. So what, what are we doing? I'm making a choice on the direction that I'm going to go today. Yesterday, I had so many assignments against me. You, man, from all over the world, you would never believe the conversations and the things that took place yesterday in my office. I'm sitting there thinking... Bring it on, man, it's nine fifteen in the morning. And if this is what's happening by nine fifteen, what's ten AM gonna look like? Oh let me tell you, it went from worse at nine fifteen to to really bad at ten thirty. It went to mega bad at you know eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock. <laughs> so what did I do? I oh how am I gonna No no no. I'm like, I recognize what's going on. Why? Because here comes the assault of the enemy. I'm in the midst of a war. This is not just one little persuasion of the enemy. This is all-out warfare. So what am I going to do? I'm going to move in, uh, the, in the way that God has called me to move. I'm going to walk with the armor of God. I'm going to get that shield of faith up there so that we can press forward. So we've got to make a decision what direction we are going to walk in. And let me tell you something, today, glory to God, when I witness what what has happened, when I see the, the darts, fiery darts that were meant to destroy me, that were meant to wipe me out yesterday, I've seen victory in a few of them already today. And it's only going to get better. It's only going to go from glory to glory. I'm not walking in lack. I have the provision of Yehovah. In the midst of pan- this pandemic, I am not a victim. I'm a victor in Yeshua. It doesn't matter what I face. I'm not linked to the economy of this world. You can take away all my things. You can take away everything. But you can't take away Yahovah. Why? Because the riches that we possess, the, two ri- the true riches, riches or <laughs> nothing that you see around you in the natural eye oh you don't know what I'm going through I'm losing my house I'm losing my car look in adversity it was it was my birthday a couple of years ago and uh, we're just sitting there blessed encouraged the next thing we know there's a truck out there trying to rip the gate off of our drive and and coming to the door saying give us the keys for my wife's car if you don't give us the keys, we're going to smash the window, drag your car up on that truck. We've got a court order to take your car. I'm like, what are you talking about? I didn't know there was a court hearing. I didn't know there was anything going on. You know, because of the, 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 the vices, schemes of the enemy, there was a whole suit going on behind the scenes and our lawyers weren't presenting information to the courts and telling us we're waiting for judges, we're waiting for things. This is all the things that we go through. Some of the things we go through in the land. Over two months it took me to get Haley's car back, you know. And we had to put tens of thousands of shekels down on hold while we fight this case. This case is going forward um, at the on on Sunday. I, no, it's yeah, Thursday we submit stuff on Sunday. It's all happening. There's so much going on. But are we aligned in the spirit? What are you going to do? Are we just going to lie down? Oh, it was, it was a crazy moment when you're calling the police saying, who do you think you are? I can't even read your Hebrew. Trying to get lawyers on the phone, working out what's going on. Why are you uh, repossessing or, or taking my vehicle off the drive? What is going on? And then we find out all these false orders, that the false papers had been signed to say that we had been served in another town that we don't even live in. And, you know, this is all undercover garbage. And this is what the devil does. He's a lying, thieving rattlesnake. He's not going to play fair, you know. He wants to steal from you. But what are we doing? We're making the decision that we're going to walk... In God's path, God's way, in the midst of adversity, how many times have the glory of God manifest when the devils come with his schemes to destroy us? The very next week after the car was getting taken away, we have the same guys, or one of the same guys comes, knocks on the door, and Haley and I think he's coming to give us the car back. He says, no, I've come to take possession of, And take a list. I am taking over your entire house. And all the contents of your house now belong to the courts. I'm like, what are you talking about? And again, what do we do? We get the lawyers. And we find out that these are all false actions that's taken place. And we have to start reversing that adversity. So what brought the victory? We had no ability to stop them coming we we resisted them we said you have to talk to our lawyers we had to get to the courts we had to get before the judge we have to we had to override the order that came from the courts which all happened and everything was stopped until things could be dealt with legally and properly because of corruption because of the assignments of the enemy what do you do when you face these things how do you feel? How do we cast our cares onto Yahovah? How do we deal with the weight of adversity? I'm not speaking to you as someone who's sitting there just reading a manual. <laughs> I walk through this every day. Hallelujah. You know, this day has got enough trouble of its own. I know you're going through stuff right now. And I just want to tell you, we're, we're all in this together. So let's get to the place where we're applying the principles of Uh, faith the principles of the word that we see victory number one get rid of fear do not be afraid hear the word of yehovah do not be afraid where is your confidence where is your hope do you recognize the value that god sees in you you are so precious you've come from worthless to priceless you are so valued hallelujah adversity is everywhere um how do what type of adversities do we face? Here's a couple I just wrote down. You know, adversity is out of your control. It's not in my control. Something is happening because of the actions of another or what the devil is setting up to destroy me. You know, I'm just out walking the next minute. boom, I'm in the mist of adversity that's totally out of my control. Nothing to do with my decisions. Nothing to do with my walk. Nothing to do with my actions. Boom! Here's some adversity. Okay, what are you going to do? Recognize it. Another way we face hardship is based on the consequences of mistakes that we make in life. That's why we've got to keep short accounts before Yahovah. that we've got to come to the place where we align ourselves in the presence of Yahovah. That we keep short accounts so we're living right. Are we living right before God? Are we facing the things we're facing because of the undisciplined lives that we're walking in? So we've got to make a choice. Are we going to be disciplined in this? Oh, I can't. I can't do it. Listen, you can't do it. You need the Ruach HaKodesh, you need the Holy Spirit. But I've got good news. He is right here for you. He is here to strengthen you. Here's the reality of adversity. Here's the reality of hardships. It hurts. It's painful. It's not easy. Here's our Messiah. He was nailed to an execution stake. They pierced his hands. They pierced his feet. They beat him up. They ripped the beard off his face adversity can come with pain it's okay it's okay you're an overcomer so what are you facing in your body you're facing sickness then we proclaim his healing power by his stripes we are healed what are we going through in the midst of the trouble adversity is painful One thing I love about adversity, it amplifies our need of a saviour. When you're in the midst of a situation that's out of your control, you've got a choice. Try and handle it by yourself or rely on Messiah. We need God in the midst of everything we face. We have got to surrender to him. Oh, I hope you're being blessed and encouraged with what we are sharing on here today because, you know, I want to get you to the place where we see differently. In Psalm 121, it says this, I lift my eyes to the hills. We shared this yesterday. From where does my help come from? My help comes from Yahovah, the maker of heaven and earth. Oh, we are going back to our maker. He didn't just make heaven and earth. He created me in his image. (laughs) Where's your confidence now? Where's your confidence now? So we've got to align ourselves. We've got to make a decision that we're going to walk in the light, that we're going to walk in the ways of Yahovah, that we are going to consider it pure joy whenever we face trials of many kind because we know the testing of our faith develops perseverance and perseverance must finish its work so we can be mature and complete, lacking no good thing. And, you know, you go to that in verse 12, it says, Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that Yehovah has promised to those who love him. So we go through this because of the love that we have for Yehovah. So life is not a playground, it's a battleground. So let's recognize what we're living. you know, take life seriously, you know it's not a joke. your life is not a joke. you know you might have people tearing you down and, and, and telling you you're just not important. you know, I don't really care what you have to say, I don't care what you think, you know when you speak, they tell you to shut up, they don't you know you're not included, you're not you know listen, life is not a joke, it's real. It's not a playground. It's a battleground. So let's be equipped. Let's stand firm and get the mentality (laughs) where we draw a line and say, this is my standard now. I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to quit in understanding what it truly means to take on the stand of the Lord. In uh, Romans chapter 13, Let's just turn there. You know, look, I love Romans chapter 13. (laughs) Where is the verse? Uh, Where's the verse? Use my other Bible. Oh yeah, there it is, verse eleven. Yeah, look, let, let's read from uh, verse uh, six. This is also why you pay taxes. For the authorities are Elohim's servants who give their full time to governing. Number verse seven of uh, Romans thirteen. Give everyone what you owe him. If you owe taxes, pay taxes. If revenue, then revenue. If respect. Then respect. If honor, then honor. Let no debt remain outstanding except the continuing debt to love one another. For he who loves his fellow man has fulfilled the law. Hallelujah. The commandments, do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not covet. And whatever other commandments there may be are summed up in this. Um This one rule, love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no harm to its neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. And do this understanding the present time. The hour has come for you to wake up from your slumber because your salvation is nearer now than when you first believed. If we could mobilize the body of Messiah what would this world look like? Wake up, O oh sleeper. Wake up, <laughs> you who are slumbering, because your salvation is nearer now than when you first believed. The night is nearly over. The day is almost here. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness. This is the problem with many believers. We're so caught up in the assignments of the enemy, we don't realize what's happening. We think we're doing what's right. Right? You know, it's like one of the things the father said to me in one of my early businesses. He said, "You know, I, I lost uh, a company. This this person came in, stole a lot of money, uh, was destroying my company under the uh, you know under the radar. I didn't know what was happening. My my wife got a word from Yehovah that this person is stealing from us. Get him out of your company. I'm like Haley, what are you talking about? She's like, okay, if you're not going to listen." And you're not going to take action to what the Holy Spirit's revealing to me. If you're not testing the word, then enjoy your company. I'm going home. I'm like, wait a second. You know, I'm not going to lose my marriage over owning a business. I'm not going to lose my marriage over any gain that this world can give me. So I said, okay. I'm gonna investigate. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna, to... and we agreed together all of the steps that we were going to take to find out if evil was uh, in action, and and we found all these deeds of darkness. We found all these things that's happening. But the wake-up call to me was after I discovered how much had been stolen from me and what was taken away. I knew generally that we were in profit. I knew that we were blessed. But then I, I discovered that we were over a quarter million in the red. And, you know, we were in a very difficult place in the early 90s. And this is what the father said to me. I'm like, Father, I'm giving. I'm pouring out. I'm, I'm helping people. I'm employing people. I'm uh, uh, putting fun, funds and uh, profits into uh, the expansion of the kingdom. And this is what the father said to me. It's not your money I want. It's you. Oh, wow. That was a life-changing moment for me when I realized, wait a second. You know, here is me thinking that I am helping God, you know, by providing for people and all that type of stuff. And he said, it's not your money I want, it's you. I got so focused on trying to expand the kingdom and do all the things that I knew to do. And I realized that I took my, f- my focus off of how he was calling me to walk. It's not your money, it's you I want. And here was me thinking that I was walking in surrender and I realized the very reason why I had corruption in my company, the very reason that this, these things were happening is the decisions that I made brought adversity into our family, into our life. I repented and I said, Okay, Father, I'm gonna align myself. So what have we gotta do? We've gotta put on the armor of light. Let us behave let us behave decently as in the daytime, not in orgies, drunkenness, not in sexual immorality, debauchery, not in dissension and jealousy. Rather clothe yourself with the Lord Yeshua the Messiah. And do not think about how to gratify (coughs) of how to gratify the desires of the sinful nature so what do we see here put on the armor of light we're talking about the armor of God we see but what does it say put on Yeshua put on the Mashiach put on the Messiah (laughs) so you can't work out Which weapon? What does this weapon mean? Just put on Yeshua. If you have Yeshua, you're going to see transformation. Clothe yourself with Yeshua the Messiah. And don't think about how to gratify the desires of the sinful nature. Don't think about how to gratify the desires of the sinful nature. Listen, you've got opportunities and choice to think about all of the things that you... In the flesh, in the sinful nature, they're all lining up. You know, they're all on shelves. They're all ready. They're right there waiting for you. You've got to make a choice. I am not going to gratify the desires of the sinful nature. Is that your choice today? Oh, I don't feel strong, Kenny. You know, look, it's okay for you. You've been walking in the Word forever. Let me tell you something. We need to get hold of this and recognize it's not by might nor by power But it's by my Spirit. So Holy Spirit we surrender to you. We surrender our will. We surrender our minds to you. We ask you Father to brainwash us by the Spirit in your ways. So we see your victory. You know if you're not being brainwashed by the Word and by the Spirit of God. You're going to be brainwashed by the sinful nature. That's what we see right back in Genesis chapter 3. Right back in the beginning, Genesis chapter three. What is this shield of faith? What does this shield of faith look like? It doesn't say that your faith is a shield. It says it's the shield of faith. So what you know? What are we getting from that? Um, verse one in the temptations. It says now the serpent. The, the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals that Yahweh Elohim had made. He said to the woman, Did Elohim really say, You must not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the servant, We may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but Elohim did say, You must not eat fruit from the tree that's in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it, or you will die. You will not surely die, the serpent said to the woman. For Elohim knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be open and you will be like Elohim, knowing good from evil. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was very good for food and pleasing to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom, (laughs) when the woman saw so here comes the fiery dart of Satan. There's already an established order that has been given to Adam and Eve. You can eat from all the trees, but that tree in the middle, you know, you mustn't eat from its fruit and you must not touch it. Don't eat from it and don't touch it. This is a big no-no, okay? But what happened? The, the cunning lies of the enemy allowed Eve to see. And all of a sudden, the desires come. All of a sudden, she thinks, wow, the woman saw the fruit of the tree. Wow, look at that fruit. It looks so good, so good for food, so pleasing to the eyes. Now she's drooling over what she's seeing. And also, oh, it's so desirable. I've just got to have it. I've got to have it. It's going to allow me to gain wisdom. Oh, yeah, I've got to have it. I can be like God. This is what we see. So what we've got to recognize, how we function in faith. You know, faith is not just naming it and claiming it, your shield of faith. It's not just about naming and claiming it. It's about warfare. It's about, I'm not going to listen to your deceptive lies, Satan. I'm going to do it God's way. I'm going to follow in his way. I'm going to follow in his truth. So we want that shield of faith to be strong before us. We have got to get to that place where we are seeing victory in the midst of adversity. We don't want to walk in weakness, but we want to walk in the strength of Messiah. You know, prayer and declaration is not it's not just about you saying things. What is prayer? It's rel- relational communication with Elohim. That's what prayer is. It's relational. We want to hear from heaven. We want to know what the Father is saying to us. We want to take hold of his word and recognize that we are called to walk in the mind of Christ and we're not called to walk in the minds of the sinful nature. Well, listen, as you can tell, man, we're just going on and on here. You know, it's 10 past 2 in the morning here in Israel. I'm fired up, man, I tell you. I'm ready to go and pull down the assignments of the enemy. I'm actively engaged right now in the midst of what the world calls hardship. I've taken hold of adversity. I've taken hold of it. And I've said, you are my opportunity to bring forth the glory of Yehovah. I am not afraid of you. I am not in fear. I have confidence in my God. This is the day. This is the hour. I speak to the assignments that come against me. And I'm calling you right now stand up right where you are and speak to the assignments that are coming against you. Stop analyzing the situation from a human perspective and start seeing by the Spirit. This is the hour for the victory. You know, wake up, uh, rise from the dead, (laughs) you know, your salvation is nearer now than when you first believed. Why? Because it's time for us to understand the present time. The hours come. I'm not going to be asleep in the area of hardship and adversity. I'm going to be one that's going to face trouble in, in the eye and say, you are my opportunity. You are my opportunity to bring forth the testimony of a mighty God. And I just release that spirit of boldness over you that you will take hold of the words that we have shared here today and they will bring supernatural transformation within your life. And guess what? There's always tomorrow. We're coming back. We're going to keep preaching this. We're going to keep pressing through in this. Why? This is what we need to overcome. It is time to... For us to bear much fruit, showing that we are his disciples. It's not about how much fruit is coming out of me, or coming from me in my walk. But we are going to call for the army of Yehovah to rise up. Do you believe that you can experience some of the greatest victories that will be milestones in your life you'll have to put a flag in this moment and say this is where my life changed when when the alignment of the spirit came truly into place that brought transformation and testimony that's literally going to set the captives free and bring change in the nations of the world i don't want to leave the world the way it looks i want to bring the manifestation of the kingdom so what are we going to do? We're going to stand together and make a difference. You know, if you're not going to stand, that's okay. I'm going to keep standing. If you're not quite getting this, it's okay. Just surrender to Yehovah. Keep coming back every day. You watch just how contagious it is when we get round a spirit of faith. Bulldozer faith. What are we doing? We're making a decision. I choose to live life by the Spirit. I'm living in the Spirit. I'm not living in the flesh. So I expect to see the victories. I expect to see the provision. I expect to see the right rulings within the courts. I expect to see these anti-missionaries crushed over assignments, the devil's assignments that he has to destroy our ministry, the devil's assignments that he has to uh, to uproot us and take our properties from us and stop us from functioning. Ha! Devil, your time's over. Your time's over because I'm going to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And I'm not afraid of you. This is the hour for the glory of Yehovah to manifest. I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with the word today. Praise the name of Yeshua. Um, Take a moment. I don't know how long we've even preached for tonight. I have no idea. I can't remember if we started at 12 o'clock or 1 o'clock. I don't know. But anyway, thanks for joining with me. I hope you've been blessed and encouraged. If you're encouraged, give us thumbs up right now on Facebook. If you're on YouTube, give us thumbs up as well. If you are not a subscriber on our YouTube channel, I encourage you to subscribe To the YouTube channel. If you are watching on my personal Facebook page. I encourage you. There's the link. You can join and uh, connect with our ministry Facebook page. Build Those of Faith. And on that Facebook page you will get the alerts when we go live. We do not set a time when we're going to go live each day. Apart from Sunday at 9.30 Israel time. That's when we have our Zoom call. Where we can come together. We can share. We can give testimony. Uh, So connect with us for that. I'm going to set up a new... (laughs) Esther's telling me the time. One hour, 26 minutes so far. Okay, I need need to shut up in a minute. Anyway, what we're going to do is we're going to set up a a new email list for the Zoom calls because there's people who are not on Facebook who are missing the Zoom calls because they're not getting the alerts. Um, So... Anyway, I'm going to send the Zoom inv- invitations out uh, there. So let me give you the link. Um, I'll give you the link so you can get on the mailing list. Uh, let me find the link here. So on Um email alerts. I'm posting it right in the feed. Get onto there, um, sign up there. Just put your name and email in. That's great. And uh, I'm going to start sending out uh, emails before we go live so that you know that we are going live. If you're blessed and encouraged with the ministry and you want to support the ministry, firstly, thank you to every person that does support the ministry that stands with us and the work that we do. We appreciate your sacrifice and your offerings and support and your prayer. If you want to give to the ministry, here's the link here. We, listen, we, we need an incredible miracle of Yahovah right where we are right now. You know, I don't need to tell you the details of what's going on. We are under a, <laughs> we are under attack, but it's okay. My God is greater. If you feel uh, the Father's leading you to plant a seed into the work of Build Those of Faith, that's where you can do it, buildthoseoffaith.com forward slash give. If you're listening on podcast, thanks for joining with us. And just remember, share this message with others. Let's, let's be evangelists and get this message out there and see the captives set free and people encouraged. Please email me your testimonies at the header of this feed. You will see my email address. It's kenny at bulldozerfaith.com. Send me an email. Let me know your testimonies. If you have prayer requests, send them by email. And we will stand in prayer with you as well. All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate uh, you joining with us. Have a blessed day and uh, a blessed night, whatever time zone you are in. Until tomorrow, shalom, shalom.